Chapter 6 of The Country Parson, His Character and Rule of Life by George Herbert. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Karen Clausen Brown. The Parson Praying. The country parson, when he is to read divine services, composeth himself to all possible reverence, lifting up his heart and hands and eyes and using all other gestures which may express a hearty and unfeigned devotion. This he doth, first, is being truly touched and amazed with the majesty of God, before whom he then presents himself, yet not as himself alone, but as presenting with himself the whole congregation, whose sins he then bears, and brings with his own to the heavenly altar to be bathed and washed in the sacred laver of Christ's blood. Secondly, as this is the true reason of his inward fear, so he is content to express this outwardly to the utmost of his power, that, being first affected himself, he may affect also his people, knowing that no sermon moves them so much to reverence, which they forget again when they come to pray, as a devout behavior in the very act of praying. Accordingly, his voice is humble, his words treatable and slow, yet not so slow neither as to let the fervency of the supplicant hang and die between speaking, but with a grave liveliness, between fear and zeal, pausing yet pressing, he performs his duty. Besides his example, he, having often instructed his people how to carry themselves in divine service, exacts of them all possible reverence, by no means enduring either talking or sleeping or gazing, or leaning, or half-kneeling, or any undutiful behavior in them, but causing them, when they sit, or stand, or kneel, to do all in a straight and steady posture, as attending to what is done in the church, and every one, man and child, answering aloud, both amen, and all other answers which are on the clerk's and people's part to answer which answers also are to be done not in a huddling or slobbering fashion, gaping or scratching the head or spitting, even in the midst of their answer, but gently and plausibly thinking what they say, so that while they answer as it was in the beginning, etc., they meditate as they speak, that God hath ever had his people that have glorified him as well as now, and that he shall have so forever and the like in other answers. This is that which the Apostle calls a reasonable service, Romans 12, when we speak not as parrots without reason, or offer up such sacrifices as they did of old, which was of beasts devoid of reason, but when we use our reason and apply our powers to the service of him that gives them. If there be any of the gentry or nobility of the parish who sometimes make it a piece of state, not to come at the beginning of the service with their poor neighbors, but at mid-prayers, both to their own loss and of theirs also who gaze upon them when they come in and neglect the present service of God, he by no means suffers it, but after divers gentle admonitions, if they persevere, he causes them to be presented. Or, if the poor churchwardens be affrighted with their greatness, notwithstanding his instruction that they ought not to be so, but even to let the world sink in, so they do their duty. He presents them himself, only protesting to them that not any ill will draws him to it, but the debt 
in obligation of his calling being to obey God rather than men. End of chapter 6. Recording by Karen Clausen Brown.